We are back on a Honolulu Blue Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery on the huge show across Michigan. Let's go talk about the NFL, the Lions at Tampa, and more. Russell Wilson last night. Man, that dude looks like he needs to just sit down or retire. Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist insider is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? Hey, what's going on? All right, uh, I'll get to the Wilson story in a moment. Your, your thoughts on the Lions? I mean, my Lord, I saw Pro Football Focus had them uh, right there with the Eagles and the Niners to win the NFC, one of three. Uh, most power polls have them top five now. Uh, they keep doing things we've never seen on and off the field in the history of the franchise. What's that national perspective this week on the Lions? Yeah, they're really good, and I mean, I thought last week was telling for them. I mean, no Gibbs, no St. Brown, and you're like, okay, I mean, they probably beat the Panthers, but this is going to be a struggle for them. I mean, especially Monra is so big to what they do. They just blasted the Panthers. Now, I know the Panthers aren't a good team. I get that, but it said something that, you know, Goff still goes out and throws for three touchdowns. They look really, really good. They didn't miss some key guys. That's that's a sign of a really good team. You look back at their season, I mean, they've beat the Chiefs. They've they've looked pretty good so far. The loss of the Seahawks is aging well. The Seahawks are a good team, too. And that was an overtime. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, look, I don't think they're on the same level as especially the 49ers. I probably don't think they're on the same level as the Eagles. But they also are, I mean, unless, I, I can't even re- imagine a realistic scenario in which they don't win a division. I mean, they should win this division by five games. Like, I mean, really, seriously. And if you can, you're playing such a weak division, why not? maybe you can get home field for at least an Eagles game, maybe, maybe the whole thing, maybe the number one seed if the 49ers slip up a little bit. So it's, it's all good for the Lions right now. I think the only people, nationally anyway, the only thing holding people back is it's the Detroit Lions and the history there, never winning, uh, you know, no one playoff win since 57, no division title since 93. You guys know all the facts. I think that that's what's holding back from people being all in on this Lions team because if you just put on the tape and you just watch them and you don't know the history and you just are watching this team in a vacuum, they're one of the NFL's best teams. Hard stop. Like, they are really, really good in all phases of the game right now. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com National NFL Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday. The thing I look at, and I said it last summer uh, when we were talking and on my statewide show, if the Lions could get home field advantage, I said this July, August, June, if they could get home field advantage, I believe that's their only path to winning the NFC and getting to the Super Bowl. Now watching them play, it's true, but man, the Niners. They, they look as good as any NFL team I've ever seen. They, they look that deep everywhere. There's not a weakness on that team. Absolutely, I agree with that. And, you know, things happen, injuries happen. Uh, you know, the Eagles are going to get did it right. I think they're, I mean, they're 5-0. Like, they're, we're nitpicking the Eagles. They're a really, really good roster. Teams like the Bills or the Chiefs or the Lions or whatever could beat them. But right now, as we speak, if, you know, you do power rankings like I do, and you're even thinking twice about who's your number one team you're doing, you're, you're just being a contrarian. The 49ers are on a tier by themselves right now. They're unbelievable. Like you said, no, weak, no weakness at all. Like, and 
any weakness they might have, like their cornerbacks, I guess, aren't great, but their linebackers cover half the field, so who cares? Their pass rush gets home all the time, so it doesn't matter. It's it's pretty incredible how good they are. I mean, it is. I, I was skeptical about Purdy, and there's been this you know debate all week about, oh, is Purdy just a system guy? Is he really that talented? Who cares? The NFL is a results-based business, and the results are unbelievable for that guy. That's all that matters. He's playing at this level he's at, and why wouldn't it continue? Because he's still going to be throwing to Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and handing it to McCaffrey and Shanahan still in his ear calling the plays. So he's probably going to remain at this level, and that makes the 49ers a really scary team. You look at the rest of the NFC North, the Bears did shock me what they did to Washington. I know they get the Vikings this weekend. Packers, it's still a training year for Love. I, I, I like the way they're coached, but you know, I, I don't think Love is going to be the guy to supplant uh, the Lions. I, I think the Lions will run away with the NFC North and win easily. The big question is, with Jefferson going on the IR for at least four games with the Vikings, and the Vikings looking where they're at, hey, you know, this quarterback class in that draft in Detroit in April could be one of the best you've ever seen. Could Cousins end up, uh, I guess, the ideal spot would be a New York Jet for a one-year rental? Yeah, and I think the answer to that's obviously yes, that he should. The, the Vikings should trade him at this point. I know you always harbor this hope, right? And they are the best one-in-four team in football, no doubt. They've been really unlucky, but you're still 1-4 without Justin Jefferson going forward for at least a month. you got to be realistic. Cousins is a free agent after the season. So I think the answer to the question is, yes, you trade him, but there's a lot of moving pieces here. He has a no-trade clause. Does he want to waive that? Can the salaries fit? I mean, you got to make sure that that all works out. I, do the Jets want to give up high draft picks for another old quarterback? I Maybe, but all of a sudden, you've invested a ton of money into a, a or a ton of picks into you know a guy who's on injured reserve and a rental. And if if the Jets aren't willing to give up valuable draft picks, are the Vikings just giving Kirk Cousins away and completely tanking your season? That's not how NFL teams operate. Even even though we can sit here and talk about oh Caleb Williams, Drake May, blah blah blah. NFL teams usually don't just give up. They don't want to be uncompetitive week after week because that's how guys lose their jobs in the front office and on the coaching staff. So I don't know. I don't know if it gets done. I think that's the obvious move. But like I said, there's a lot of boxes that are going to have to get checked before Kirk Cousins gets moved, and we'll see. I honestly don't think he will. I don't think he will get traded because there are just so many variables here. But it's what they should do because, I mean, you got to be kind of realistic about your options here. Can the Bears save this season? They, you know, Fields, eight touchdowns the last two games. They really look good uh, on that Thursday night game in Washington. Is that just the fact that they played uh, Broncos and Washington, or, or could this be a salvation season uh, for that coaching staff in Fields? I, I just think it's a mirage playing two bad teams. The commanders are really, really unprepared on Thursday night. I, I worry about Ron Rivera being the first coach fired now. I, I don't think the, the Bears turn us around. I think they're a bad football team and are going to remain a bad football team. But it sure looks a lot better than it did two weeks ago, right? Like, I mean, at least there's some hope for not only them, but Fields as well. Uh, Fields has looked good the last two weeks. And I don't know where this leads up. I do not believe that... You would choose to keep Justin Fields over drafting Caleb Williams if it comes to that, if the Panthers get that first pick and the Bears take it. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's at least going to make it a conversation, right? Like, 
the Bears already know how valuable trading the first overall pick can be for a quarterback. What if you do that two years in a row and you keep fields and you put trust in him? All of a sudden you've got you're just stockpiling pick after pick after pick for some team that, that would happily move up to draft Caleb Williams. So I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting. I don't think the I think the Bears end up with five wins somewhere in there. But I think the the key to their the whole season is how does Fields look? Where does the Panthers draft pick land? Where, how do some of the younger players come along? Because these are all important questions as they start to build. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, final thoughts here on our NFL conversation. As much as I want to pile on with the rest of the football nation on Russell Wilson and his play with Denver, Sean Payton doesn't look comfortable Looks like he has buyer's remorse that he came back uh, to coach in the NFL, looked much more relaxed uh, doing TV. But I, I think it's, yeah, it's Wilson. But also, I, I just don't like what Peyton is trying to do with that team. Yeah, I, I completely agree. He looks like a guy who was happy coming back to a decent team, but he wasn't really prepared to coach a bad team. I guess he's, he's, in, he's, in, he's down bad right now. I mean,. He, he missed. He, I mean, he even admits he made a terrible mistake calling timeout before a punt that kind of helped the Chiefs get three points last night before halftime. And yeah, Russell Wilson's getting all the the scorn or whatever, and he looked bad the last couple of weeks. But he hasn't really been the main problem. I don't think he's been fine before these last two games, but he was terrible last night. And I think the Broncos have a lot of head cases in their locker room, maybe that they need to start cleaning out. Maybe starting with Jerry Judy and. I, this is probably not what Sean Payton signed up for. I get it. He's making eighteen million a year. Like, great. Like, that's awesome. But he doesn't look like a guy who has any answers right now. I do believe he's a good coach, but this is a bad season for him. And and the thing about the Broncos, it's not just okay. They're bad this season. Yeah, we all know that. It's this Wilson contract isn't going away. Like this is going to be a thing for the Broncos for at least two more years, mm. whether they cut them, trade them, keep them, whatever. It's still nothing they can get out of realistically for two more years with the cap hits. It's all the picks they've traded for Peyton and Wilson. And that should be the kind of the core of your, the middle of your roster. This young, cheap depth and they have none of it. I usually say, you know, in three years you can rebuild in the NFL. It's not that hard, as hard as people make it. You need to, you need to be good. You need to have good drafts, good for agency periods. For the Broncos, it's going to take much longer than three years because of just all of what they've given up for Peyton and Wilson with absolutely, possibly no return on investment. Uh, it, this is at least a five-year project for the Broncos to dig out of this. And for people here in Colorado, I'm based here in Colorado, they're fed up at a level I've never seen in my 20 years living here where – I'll just outright, I'm not watching this team anymore. Why would I go to the games anymore? Why would I waste my time on these guys? It, the, the level of frustration and now apathy towards the Broncos, I think people are more than happy to be like, hey, we got a good hockey team here. We got an NBA championship basketball team here. I'd rather watch these guys than, than watch this failure of a Broncos season. Mm. Ah, from Bowling to Elway uh, to the fumble at Mile High. My Lord, yeah, the and they, there, are, there are more franchises now where I look, and it seems like the Lions, <laughs> the Lions right. are sitting here as a potential Super Bowl contender. Right. It can't happen fast. And I do think where, going back to what we said about Cousins and even the Russell Wilson situation, that this draft coming up in Detroit in April, the NFL draft, this could be one of, and I get everything is a crapshoot, right? You know, you look at, no one saw Stroud as being the best quarterback. 
and what he's doing with Houston, that a lot of these teams are going to say, we have our future QB uh, in late April out of that Detroit NFL draft. And you may see a lot of movement, seismic shifts that you normally don't see with some NFL teams. You really could, yes. I mean, because... I mean, for all the Caleb Williams thing is out of control. Where I, I've joked about it, but it's only half joking. Where every time a team throws an incomplete pass, I see somewhere on social media, oh, they're changing for Caleb Williams. He's going to be the busiest dude I've ever seen because he's playing for like twenty-three teams next year. If you read social media, he's only going to one team. Drake May's only going to one team, and that means other teams that maybe you know I, were just bad this season, but not bad enough to get the top two pick. What do they do? What are the New England Patriots? Let's say New England Patriots go three and fourteen and get the third pick of the draft. What do you do? You're still stuck. You're not. You're not getting a quarterback. That's changing your outlook. You go sign Kirk Cousins. You go trade for Justin Fields. Hey, you're right. This is going to be an off season because of the teams that miss out on Caleb Williams and Drake May, who's a really good prospect too. What do you do then? What you you still have a quarterback problem to fix. You still are like a three or four win team. And now you got to get desperate because, you know, Caleb Williams didn't fall in your lap. So I think there's going to be a few teams like that that kind of change the way we look at this offseason and that there's going to be some huge moves to try to, <laughs> to try to fix your quarterback situation because you didn't get one of these great prospects in the draft, even though you're a terrible, terrible football team. But when you look at teams like the Browns with Watson, who is out versus the Niners, yeah. when you look at Wilson, when you're stuck with contracts, even the money – that the Jets have invested in Rodgers doesn't make a quick, easy move to a big name as possible as most Jets fans uh, would want. Uh, it, it will yeah. be positioning and very interesting how it plays out. Frank, uh, good stuff always with you, my man. Enjoy another weekend of the NFL. Absolutely, I appreciate it. All right, Frank Schraub, Yahoo.com. National NFL Insider joining us on a Honolulu Blue Friday. Presented by Coppercraft Distillery. I do get word if you're in the Grand Rapids area and you're looking where to find that premium canned cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry, lemonade. It's awesome. Uh, crushed grape. My friends have it there off of Knapp, northeast side of GR, by Knapp's Corner. Also, speaking of Knapp's Corner, I think the Meyer location uh, there on the Bell Line, they also have it. Look for it at your local store. If they don't have it, ask for it. Honolulu Blue. Uh, you got the silver and Honolulu blue can. Thinking about tailgating this weekend, even though with the weather or just celebrating big touchdowns. You know, look for Honolulu blue at your local pub, restaurant, or store from our friends at Coppercraft Distillery. They are a Michigan-based company, and they support our Michigan sports teams. We do have our huge question of the day that you can join in on. What's your prediction on the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State. I'll give you mine. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE.